On this week's show, a new single is coming, the journey makes chart history, and more. Hello and welcome to BTS This Week for the week ending July 26th, 2020. I'm Carrie, aka BTS Mama Bear, and I'm your host. I hope everyone's had a great week. I hope you've stayed safe and stayed healthy. And if you've been online at all this week, you know there's tons of stuff to go over. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with the data drop. Run BTS episode 109 was released this week, and this week, BTS members dubbed some videos from Disney movies, and it was actually a really great episode, so definitely suggest that you check it out. Uh, I'll have the link to the Weverse uh, website where this is um, you can find the show. I usually mention that it's also on VLive, but let me tell you something. This week... VLive, the company that owns it, has announced that it's partnering with one of the big three companies in South Korea. And we already know that uh, Big Hit has been trying to move everything over to Weverse. There's, you know, less and less stuff that they're offering on VLive. So I highly recommend, if you haven't done it, to go ahead and register on Weverse and start watching all the videos there. Because uh, at some point, that's the only place they're going to be available. Also this week, Learn Korean with BTS episode 20 was released. It's titled, You Look Good. And this episode is to help you learn how to compliment people. Again, this is on Weverse. Uh, That's the only place to find this one. And I'll have the link to it in the show notes at btsthisweek.com. BT21 Universe 3 episode 8 was released this week. And it is the birth of the BT21 babies. Now, I don't know if you've bought any of that merch, but I particularly am in love with the BT, uh, BT21 baby uh, merch. And so it's neat to see the members talk about the babies and how they came about. Uh, also this week, the official supporter's name for BT21 was uh, announced on YouTube also. I will not spoil that for you. I'll let you go watch that video really quick. Links to both of those will be in the show notes. So, on to the charts for this week. On the Billboard charts for the week ending July 25th, on the Billboard 200 chart, Map of the Soul 7 was number 51. Map of the Soul 7, The Journey, debuted at 115. And Love Yourself, Answer, number 146. We are going to talk a lot about the journey and its 
um, position on the Billboard charts this week. So definitely hang on because we are going to discuss that. On the t- top album sales chart, uh, seven was number eight. The Journey debuted at number 23. Persona, number 28. Answer, number 32. It has been on there for 80 weeks now. Tear re-entered at number 68, and Her re-entered at number 80. On the Billboard Digital Songs sales chart this week, Your Eyes Tell debuted at number 12, and Filter was number 35. On the Social 50 this week, BTS was number one again for the 188th week. They have been on the chart for 197 weeks total. There were lots of other K-pop acts in the top 10. Um, Definitely want to keep resharing BTS social media posts, making posts of your own where you tag them. Um, But looking good so far for this next week. Uh, TXT, side note, number 10 this week. On the Artist 100, BTS is number 3 this week. And then on to the World Album Chart. BTS basically ruled the world's World Album Chart this week again. <laughs> 7 was number 1. That's for the 17th week. The Journey debuted at number 2. Answer, number 3. Persona, number 6. Tier number 9, Her, number 11, BTS World, number 14, and D2 by August D, number 15. Billboard uh, posted an article about the World Album Charts this week. And one of the things that they they pointed out was that BTS monopolized the top three of that chart for a record-extending 29th week. No other act has achieved the feat even once, dating to the list's 1990 launch. So, awesome. On the World Digital Song Sales Chart, if you thought there was a lot of BTS on the album chart, you ain't heard nothing yet, because there's a ton on the Digital Song Sales Chart. Your Eyes Tell debuted at number one. Of course, basically all new BTS songs the first week they're out, go number one on this chart. That was a record-extending 21st career number one on the chart for BTS. Filter, number two. Outro from The Journey, number three. That song is like a minute long. Um, Intro, oh no, it's, yeah, no, it's like a minute long. And then Intro Calling was number four, another really short song. Um, Black Swan, the Japanese version, number eight. On, Japanese version, number 9. Dionysus, Japanese version, number 10. Make It Right, Japanese version, number 11. Boy With Love, Japanese version, number 12. Idol, Japanese version, number 13. Airplane Part 2, Japanese version, number 14. Fake Love, Japanese version, number 15. The only track on the entire Journey album that did not make it was Lights. My Time was number 16, Moon number 17, and Stay Gold number 19. So basically, of 25 tracks on this chart, 15 of them by BTS. On the Billboard Canadian Album Charts this week, 
The Journey debuted at number 90. Yay! When we talk about The Journey later, we're going to talk about that too. Just hold on for that. And then on the Japanese Hot 100 Singles Chart, Your Eyes Tell debuted at number 8, Stay Gold, number 12, and on number 48. On the Rolling Stone charts for the week ending July 23rd, on the top 200 album charts, 7 was number 48 with 5.6 thousand album units, and The Journey was number 154 with 5.5 thousand album units. On the Artist 500 this week, BTS was number 51 with 18 million song streams, and the top song, according to Rolling Stone, Boy With Love, featuring Halsey. On the Trending 25, which is the fastest rising songs of the week, Dionysus was number 15. Did not specify if that was the Korean or the Japanese version. Either way, the song rocks. So, that was awesome to see that on the Trending 25. On the UK charts for the week ending July 30th, on the UK album sales chart, and that's the chart that is physical and digital sales. There's no streaming data in this chart map of the soul 7 was number 69 no other bts related singles or albums were on any of the other uk charts this week on the amazon us charts for july 26th i checked it at 6 20 a.m in the morning um on the amazon us bestsellers chart map of the soul 7 is number 45 the journey the Standard Edition was number 50, and Persona, number 214. On the New Releases chart, The Journey Standard Edition, number 16. The Journey Limited Edition, version A, number 81. Limited Edition, version D, number 85. And Limited version Edition, version B, number 95. Version C, not on there. On the Amazon U.S. bestsellers of 2020 so far, Map of the Soul 7 is still number one. On the Amazon U.S. soundtracks chart, BTS World is number 126. On the digital bestsellers and albums top 100 page chart, Map of the Soul 7 is number 92. On the digital bestsellers and songs top 100 paid, Filter number 38, My Time number 40. On the digital bestsellers of 2020 so far, songs, Filter is number four, My Time, number seven, On, number 22, and On featuring Sia, number 48. On the YouTube charts, as of this recording, they, had n- they have not been updated for the new chart week. Don't know when they will be. So I apologize. Well, I'm not going to apologize for that because I'm not the one that didn't update them. But just so you know, they were not updated as of this recording. But we can still go over the milestones because there's quite a few important ones this week. For view milestones, DNA has passed 1.04 billion views. That's amazing. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, 860 million. Mic Drop, the Steve Aoki remix, which is our intro song this week, 700 million. That makes... BTS, the first Korean act to have five music videos with more than 700 million views. Yay! Uh, On, Kinetic Manifesto film, 220 million. Black Swan, music video version, 130 million. 
Stay Gold, 80 million. Boy Meets Evil, 60 million. Boy featuring Boy with Love, excuse me, featuring Halsey, the audio, which is Amazon Music, 30 million. It's the first audio on YouTube Music by BTS to hit this milestone. We are Bulletproof the Eternal, 30 million views. And for you, the official music video dance version, 20 million. I love that song. So that's pretty cool. Like milestones on YouTube this week. The on official music video has passed 9 million likes. BTS is the only artist to have seven music videos with more than 9 million likes. So that is amazing. Stay Gold has passed 8 million. That makes BTS the only artist to have nine music videos with more than 8 million likes. Daydream by J-Hope, a.k.a. Hobie, has passed 5 million uh, likes. And now that means that he has joined uh, Yoongi and Psy as the only Korean solo artist to have multiple music videos with more than 5 million likes. And then finally, August D, the music video, 4 million likes. That makes Yoongi the Korean solo artist with the most videos, 4, with more than 4 million likes. So, like I said, lots of great milestones on YouTube this week. On Spotify for the week ending July 23rd, no BTS on the Global 200, no BTS on the US 200. But, you know, I usually at this point talk about the country that had the second most number of listeners for the last episode. Because usually the United States is first. But for the first time in 80 episodes, the U.S. was not first. Who was first? Yes, of course it was India. India Army, thank you so much. That is really awesome. So, I'm going to go over the India 200 Weekly. And on the India 200 Weekly, Your Eyes Tell, number 49, Stay Gold, number 88, Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 91, and on number 190. And just to talk about some more charts, <laughs> um, the U.S. was number two. So the country that was right after the U.S., Indonesia. So on the Indonesian 200 weekly, eight, which is IU featuring Yungi, number 46, Stay Gold, number 50, your Eyes Tell, number 63. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 75. On, number 168. And Sweet Night by Young, number 169. Speaking of Young, he has passed 1 million followers. So congratulations. Stream milestones on Spotify this week. Map of the Soul 7, the entire album, has passed 1.7 billion streams. That's pretty cool. Uh, Save Me, 150 million. Euphoria has also passed 150 million. It is the first of the BTS solos to reach this milestone. Now, I say solos in quotes now because we, we've I've talked about this before, but I want to talk about it again. Solos technically mean that only one person is creating credited with the song. So since most of these songs that people are tracking as solos are credited to BTS, they're not technically solos. So 
when I talk about solo records, I'm not going to talk about the ones credited to BTS because the Grammys or Billboard don't consider those solos because they're credited to the whole group. So, just in case you were wondering. All right, on to, to the stream milestones. Hopefully, my dog in the background is not bothering you. <laughs> Black Swan, 140 million. We are Bulletproof, The Eternal, 50 million. Inner Child, 40 million. Dechita by uh, Augusty, aka Yungi, 30 million. It is Yungi's sixth song to reach this milestone. And then Your Eyes Tell, 10 million. On SoundCloud for the week ending July 26th, on the most played all, uh, songs, all genres, all countries, Still With You is number 46. On the most played pop song chart, all countries, Still With You is number one, Winter Bear, number nine, Tonight, number 19, Scenery, number 21, Four O'Clock, number 24, and Euphoria, DJ Swivel Forever Mix, number 38. And on the most played pop songs chart, for the U.S., Still With You is number 21. Social metrics for BTS for the week ending July 25th from Next Big Sound. Twitter mentions 20.8 million. That was up 37.8% from the previous week. So congratulations, Army. Good work. Twitter retweets 3.8 million. Up 13.7% from the previous week. Also good work. Twitter followers, there were an additional 113.3 thousand new Twitter followers for a 27.3 million total. That is down 25.4% week to week. So that means there were 25.4% less new followers week to week. That doesn't mean that it's lost total followers, just new numbers. On um, Facebook likes, um, there were an additional 55,000 for an 11.2 million total. That's down 16.7% week to week. The Wikipedia page views count was all out of whack. So don't know really what that, what that was for the past week. Um, the data it did show was way out of range for what it normally is. And so all the percentages were blanked out. I think they know it was out of whack. So I can't give you a reliable Wikipedia page views count. But, Songkick followers, there were an additional 736 for 502.8 thousand total. That was down 34.4% from the previous week. But the previous week's, week's numbers were higher than usual. So, anyway. On to just some assorted data points. BTS and Halsey won the International Video of the Year at the MYX Awards in the Philippines. They, of course, won for Boy With Love, so congratulations. On iTunes, we've been tracking Sweet Night and Mono because they're setting records for album and single, and not by Korean group, but period. So, Taeyong's Sweet Night has now reached 112 number one ones on iTunes. It's way past Adele's record now. Um, there's not that many countries left for it to go number one in. Um, but the 112th country for it to go number one in, Micronesia. Mono by Namjoon, a.k.a. RM, 
has now reached 110 number ones. It is now the fourth highest charting album by anybody. Not just by Korean soloists or so, by anybody. And it is tied now with Camilla by Camilla Cabello. So that's pretty big deal. The 110th country for it to go number one, Zimbabwe. So good work, Micronesian and Zimbabwe Army. Spring Day, the Queen, has now spent 179 consecutive weeks on the charts, uh, a top 100 on Melon. So um, that is amazing. It is still the longest charting song of all time on Melon. So that's awesome. On Twitter, BTS is the now the only artist on Twitter to have 58 tweets with over 2 million likes. When I started as ARMY, which is not that long ago, you know, ARMY-wise, um, that was September of 2018, you know, pretty much all their tweets got a million. And when they got more than a million, that was pretty cool. But now, they're more than likely to get 2 million likes on a, on a tweet. So, um, that's pretty cool. 2 million is nothing to sneeze at. Um, now while BTS is the only artist with 2 million likes, uh, 58 week tweets with 2 million likes, the person with the most tweets, over 2 million, Youngie, who is awesome, by the way, he, 17 of the tweets of this 58 are by Youngie, so pretty awesome. I said awesome like 300 times today. I need to chill with awesome. BTS has now passed 6 million Weverse followers. Now, again, discussed earlier, Weverse is the big hit uh, platform for sharing information from, from their acts and from the Associated Labels acts. So, again, if you haven't signed up for uh, an account, you should do so pretty quickly because you're missing some really cool stuff. So... They have 6 million Weverse followers officially. There's a few articles I'm going to link to to let you go read um, later. First is um, by Worldwide BTS, um, who posted this on Medium. Your Eyes Tell, BTS's tribute to the star-crossed, the confused, and the uncertain. And it basically discusses the song in relationship to the movie. Really good article, so I suggest you check it out. Um, Ala Padma, that's um, a blog, posted an article called Is BTS World Music? We have discussed that several times on this podcast. And this blog post discusses it in much more detail. So definitely check that out. Two articles on Lainey Gossip. If you didn't know, Lainey is big time army. So she had two articles this week. First, V is number one. And it talks about... You know, the Sweet Night record talks about the background of the song, and it asks why this isn't being covered more by the media. Because this is a huge record. Nobody's talking about it hardly. So, Lainey wants to know why. So do we. Also, she posted an article called BTS and the iHeartRadio Music Festival. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but she talks about it again in more detail. And, um... I could describe the article, but Twitter user 
user Brown Eyed Nuna describes it much better than I could. And this is the description. Worth reading, especially in understanding the tenuous connection between BTS, ARMY, and iHeart. So, definitely check that one out. And then finally, I'm going to post a link to a Twitter thread by Odie. If you do not follow Odie, I suggest that you do. Lots of good threads about different topics affecting BTS and ARMY. The newest one is called, That's Not How the Fandom Works. Answering the bizarre delusion that powers K-Industry and fandom expectations regarding their desperate anticipation of BTS's hiatus. Definitely. Check that out. Um, Odie described it as, Here's a not-too-polite takedown of all the pathetic expectations and delusions regarding ARMY fandom behavior in the absence of BTS as a group due to a hiatus. So, uh, links to all these will be in the show notes at btsthisweek.com. There were two new Bangtang TV videos this week. The first one was a Bangtang TV episode. Um, it was behind the scenes at the iHeartRadio Jingle Ball. It's very cool, especially considering their reaction to how many ARMY attended that concert. Um... Jen said they felt like superstars. Hey, Jen, you are superstars. You really are. It's just so neat to see their reaction. So definitely check it out. And then there was one bang-tang bomb this week. There's a dog on the set with BTS, and it's uh, from the set of Boy With Love. Um, there was a later Instagram post that said the dog in the video is one of the stylist's dogs. And, of course, you know, BTS loves dogs. So it's a cute little video. Okay, on VLive, I was going to tell you there were no VLive this week because, as we discussed earlier, they're moving away from it. But just in the middle of me getting the show notes ready, there was a new audio stream, and it was a K-Cool FM. But this time, it was Jimin, Jin, and Jungkook. And we're going to talk about some news from that here in a minute. But I'll have the link to the full radio show, and the show notes. So, on to the news. That thing that I just mentioned from the, the VLive audio stream. During today's VLive, the guys revealed a little bit of information about the comeback, or kind of the comeback. They're going to release a digital-only single on August 21st. That's only in like three weeks, guys. A new single, digital only. So this is not on an album so far, digital only. So they let that, they let that slip out. I, I'm sure it was intentional. They revealed that that was coming out on the 21st. Um, the way they described it is considering, you know, the, the state of the world where a lot of us are locked up in our houses due to the pandemic, um, not a fun time right now. We didn't get to go go to the concerts on tour because it got postponed. They say this is a fun song to help people have some positivity and energy uh, during this difficult time. Um, one of the things that uh, Young actually mentioned is that they received the demo of the song that was in English. 
And after they listened to it, they decided it sounded awesome in English, and they didn't want to translate it. So this song will actually be in English. Now, it's not their first song in English, obviously. Mic Drop, from the beginning, uh, was in English. But this is a big deal. This is going to be, like I said, a, a single in summer. There's always a big summer song. There hasn't been one yet this year. This could be it. Um, and it's pretty exciting. Um, after the V-Live ended, Big Hit released an announcement on Weverse to make this all official. And, of course, um, you know, media picked this up. Forbes talked about it. Variety talked about it. Um, lots of people have talked about it. Um, but again, it's going to be awesome because it's, it's kind of unexpected. There's a lot of stuff coming out next month, so I'm kind of surprised. But at the same time, they, they have said that this is, um, this is a song that's in a new style for them. Um, it's a different kind of song. I think that's how Namjoon described it. So they're releasing it on its own. They're not even sure it will be on the next album. So definitely buy it because then maybe it'll get on the next album. But again, it's digital only. So you're going to have to stream it, you know, and buy it digitally. So there's not going to be, for example, physical sales of an album to help with charting. They haven't mentioned anything about a video, so I don't know if there'll be YouTube a YouTube video to include in the streaming. Um, radio play, eh, you know, we've discussed that too about how, and we're going to discuss this again in a little bit about radio play for BTS. I wouldn't bet on it. If you would like to call your DJ, go for it. Um, just don't get heart sick when they don't play it because they generally don't. So definitely need to stream, stream, stream. Hopefully there will be a video to help with those streams. Not sure yet. Um, again, they said that they didn't know if this would be on the new album, but you know, we had some Smeraldo flowers blog posts the last couple of weeks well, now the Smeraldo Books account, Twitter account, has ramped back up. And this week we've gotten one, two, three, four, five, five notes. So apparently, we kind of already knew this, there's a Notes 2 coming out. You know, Notes 1 came out back in, into 2018, beginning of 2019. Um, so definitely they're, they're ramping up for a Notes 2 to come out. And considering that everybody thinks this new album is going to be a throwback to uh, HYYH, that would make sense. Um, they released notes from uh, Jin, uh, Yoongi, Namjoon, Hobi, and Taeyong. That, um, of course, within the BT, uh, BTS universe. And there would be no reason to start releasing these if they weren't tied to a comeback that's coming. So, new single on August 21st that may or may not be on the new album. 
I think that, again, is a stand... They're presenting this as a standalone single, not tied to the comeback, but they recorded it along with everything else they were recording. So I think we will... I still think we're going to see comeback information by the end of August. So that would be a week and a half, two weeks between the release of the single and comeback information. Um, they also mentioned during the V Live that they'd done um, album jacket photos and to expect a lot of content in the second half of the year. I mean, there'd be no reason to expect that if not for a comeback. Um, they had mentioned earlier in a V Live or a YouTube live stream um, that the new album should come out in maybe October time frame. I still think it will be the first weekend, or first Friday in October. We shall see. But August 21st, new digital only single. Uh, definitely check in with um, your country's um, army coordinator. There's no official army position for each country. You know, to, you, people get, get together on their own and form this organization. Um, and so definitely turn to the people in your, your own country to find out the best way to do the streaming for your charts. Because the United States has a different charting week than other countries and counts different things. So definitely check in with the, your fellow army from your country to see the best way to stream the new single to make it onto your charts in your country. So I'm excited. Hope you're excited. Hope there'll be a video because it will definitely help streaming numbers. But we shall see. So next story kind of hinted at this earlier. BTS is going to headline the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Um, the festival will be a virtual festival. Of course, you know, in the United States, we still can't have large gatherings of people because pandemic. Um, but BTS will headline. They released a graphic early uh, early this week, and BTS was the first one listed. They were listed in front of Coldplay. Now, we could say that was, you know, alphabetical. I don't think so. I don't think Coldplay lets anybody in front of them uh, just, you know, randomly. So, basically, it'll be virtual, and it'll be shown online, and on the CW app on the weekend of September 18th and 19th. Um, don't know which day BTS is going to perform. Um, one of the things that the Variety article pointed out was that iHeartRadio has set up these um, performance venues one in L.A., one in Nashville for the acts to perform at. I really hope that BTS does not come to L.A. to perform at that venue because the numbers, the COVID numbers here are, are just too high. They're not going to be any better by September. So hopefully, and I'm sure Big Hit is, you know, going to do this, BTS will perform somewhere in South Korea and send them the video. COVID numbers are entirely too high here for them to perform in the United States. Um, but still, it's, I imagine, I mean, I don't think it's going to be like a full concert set like you'd see in concert, but 
It definitely should be better than uh, longer than the Jingle Ball set, I should hope. And, you know, you get to watch it from home. So, hopefully there should be more information soon because this is just in a month. Um, no, I take that back. A month and a half? Yeah, about a month and a half. Um, one of the things that was interesting, you know, I alluded to it earlier. Laney Gossip posted an article about BTS and iHeartRadio. Also, at... You know, we t- talked about him last week. Uh, Brian Patrick Byrne, a journalist uh, in apparently a new army, uh, talked about on Twitter about iHeartRadio's, you know, radio play numbers for BTS. And so the main radio station that was pushing this was Z100 New York, which is iHeartRadio, one of iHeartRadio's most popular stations. And so Brian Patrick Byrne looked at the, the spin numbers for BTS as opposed to other artists on the bill. And in the past 28 days, Z100 played BTS for four seconds. Four seconds. And what did they play? Make It Right featuring Lauv. So it probably wasn't even BTS singing. It's probably Lauv. Who's awesome? No problem with him. But that is what they played. Um... Also, if, if you look at the other artists, you know, Coldplay in the previous 12 months got 247 spins. Miley Cyrus, 668. BTS got 185 in the same time frame, but it was make, what was counted was Make It Right featuring Lauv, so... Not BTS by themselves. And Little Nas X, Soul Town Road, with Nam June, also not BTS. Um, so, as Brian puts it, it's kind of, it feels kind of disingenuous that iHeartRadio has asked BTS to perform, especially giving them the billing that they've given them. But, you know, it is... Exposure, people will see them, so that's always good. Um, but just like Jingle Ball, we cannot expect that this is going to result in any kind of radio play on iHeartRadio stations. They just have shown in the past that that is not something they're going to do. Will this English song matter? I don't know. And I'm afraid that people will say the, the new song is pandering to U.S. radio, which it is not. They've released English songs before. Not that it's helped any. And I don't think they released those to get radio play in the United States. They released Mic Drop the way they released it because Steve Aoki, and it's awesome. I, I do not think that has anything to do with pandering to the Western radio stations. And I don't think this new one is either. So, again, I think they were mostly asked to perform because iHeartRadio saw that for Bang Bang Han the Live, BTS got over 750,000 viewers. And that's way more than iHeartRadio was ever going to get on by themselves, even with all the artists they have on there. They were not going to get those numbers. That I think that is why BTS is on the bill. But again, as I say, we shall see. But remember, September 18th and 19th, one of those days, BTS is going to perform... And, of course, it will be awesome because they are always awesome. And 
as soon as we know more information, I'll pass it on to you. So, this week, Map of the Soul 7, The Journey, has really performed well on the charts. Um, on Oricon, Japanese chart, it was number one. Uh, Rikochoku, another Japanese chart, number one. Billboard Japan, number one. Sales and downloads in Japan, number one. Um, Australia, on the official Australian charts, it charted number nine. It is the first Japanese album ever to chart in Australia. So that is a great, that's a great record to have. Uh, in Switzerland, it charted at number 51. Billboard Canada, number 90. Billboard US 200, 115. Um, things to point out, the US and Canadian chart, that was with two days of tracking and no physical sales. Also in Australia and Switzerland, no physical sales. Just two days. Well, I don't know about the tracking week. But just streams. Um, in Japan, it has sold over 580,000 copies already. Um, that's in its first week. In its first week, it is already best-selling album of the year in Japan. And the best-selling album from a Korean male act ever. So, in Japan. So, that, that is amazing, amazing results. Um, if you add that to the fit, to the sales of, uh, Map of the Soul 7, physical sales of the journey and Map of the Soul 7, they have already sold, BTS has already sold over 1 million physical albums in Japan. Um, I doubt there's another artist that can say that another foreign artist that can say that ever um just amazing sales numbers in japan now speaking of sales numbers your eyes tell your eyes tell stay gold okay it's from the tv it's from a tv show so that was the reason they released it when they released it and had a video but your eyes tell really should have been the lead single um it is performing amazingly worldwide. Uh, it needs a video. It really does. Uh, Line Music, number one. Riko, Riko Choku on their K-pop world, number one. Hungary's official charts, number one. First Japanese song to be number one in Hungary. No physical sales. Keep that in mind. Um, Oricon was number five. Uh, Billboard Japanese Hot 100, number 8. Billboard Australian Digital Song Sales, number 9. Rikochu, Rik, I'm going to get this wrong every single time. Rikochoku Top 100, that's, you know, all genres, number 10. Billboard Euro Digital Song Sales, number 10. Billboard Spanish Digital Song Sales, number 10. Billboard US Digital Song Sales, number 12. Singapore Top Regional Chart, number 16. Canadian digital song sales, number 18. Japanese song by a Korean act. These are amazing results. Um, on Oricon, in the first week, it had 5.1 million streams. It is officially the biggest streaming week for a song by a Korean act in Japan. The, pre the previous record um, for, was Stay Gold 
I think. 2.7 million. On iTunes. Your Eyes Tell is the highest charting Japanese song on iTunes worldwide. It now has 102 number ones. So it is tied with Adele. Um, BTS is now the first act in iTunes history to have two songs go number one in over 100 countries on iTunes. Uh, the other one being Black Swan. And it is the first Japanese song to have a number one in 100 countries. Um, also, a neat fact, Your Eyes Tell was the most streamed song on Spotify Russia on their first day. We talked last week about how some new countries uh, were added to Spotify, and Russia was one of them. Spotify Russia, Your Eyes Tell, most streamed song on the first day. It's pretty cool. Now, this all doesn't mean that Map of the Soul 7 is not doing well. Map of the Soul 7 is still doing amazingly well. Uh, it is right now the number one best-selling album of the year worldwide. Um, it only needs to sell 137,000 more copies to reach 6 million units worldwide. Um, pure, salt, pure sales in the U.S., it is still the best-selling album of 2020. Um, total is 569 thousand plus in pure copies and total is a hundred is eight hundred seventy seven plus thousand uh copies and on the melon chart it has been number one my soul seven has been number one 22 consecutive weeks which is a record they've had the record it just extended it another week so map of the soul seven is still performing amazingly well We are going to talk some more about the journey here in a minute, but I have some more stories to go over first. The next story. Yungi is going to be featured on Max's upcoming album. So excited about this. Um, of course, Max collaborated with Yungi on the August D mixtape on Burn It, uh, a really great song. And he has... He is to August D as Halsey was to Persona. Halsey did that collaboration, and she is obviously a friend of BTS and has talked about them in glowing terms always. She's an amazing friend to them. Max, same thing. He talks about Yungi in amazing glowing terms always, and he has been a great proponent of the D2 mixtape. Okay, so it turns out, you know, Yungi was featured on Halsey's album. He is also featured on Max's new album. And what had happened was some ARMY had noticed that on the BMI website, that's, BMI is one of the um, U.S. songwriting credit associations. I don't know a good way to describe it, but they keep up with songwriting credits. And there was a listing for a song called Blueberry Eyes, which I love that song. Um, included in the list was Max, of course, by his real name, which is um, Max Schneider, if you didn't know that. And in addition to a couple of other people, Min Youngie. 
we know who he is. So it wasn't long after that that Max officially announced his track list for his album, and it included um, a song called Blueberry Eyes featuring Suga, a.k.a. Youngie. The new album is called Color Vision. It comes out September 18th. Um, I know he's going to have a single before the release. Hopefully, Blueberry Eyes will be released as a single. Also, um, he confirmed the collaboration on TikTok. Basically said he had almost died trying to keep the secret because he wanted to talk about it so badly. And originally, on iTunes Music... Um, music not Apple Music, but on iTunes Store, you could play a preview of the song. When I went to lo- find a preview of the song for this podcast, you can't play it anymore, at least in the United States. So I'm going to cheat. I found where somebody downloaded it. So I'm going to play it, and hopefully a microphone will pick it up. So hold on a second. Okay, so that was a preview that used to be on iTunes. It's not there anymore. How awesome is this song? It is such a good song. I cannot wait till this gets released. But, again, September 18th is the release of the album. That's when the single... Well, I take that back. I don't know it will be released as a single. But you will be able to hopefully buy the track individually. Uh, If not, I will probably have to buy that album. Because I really like Max. I liked him before he um, collaborated with Youngie. And like I said, he's been such a a good advocate for BTS and their music. And Youngie and his music. It is so awesome that Youngie is on the new album. There was another article this week where Max was interviewed about working with Yungi, And as usual, he just had nothing but great things to say. Um, but he said he was really surprised to be asked to work with them uh, or to work with Yungi because, you know, they had pr- basically just met. Um, he knew that, that um, Jungkook and Yungi had... Um, recommended songs of his. Uh, that's how I found out about him. Um, 
but he was really surprised when he was asked to collaborate, and he really, really thought it was a great experience. And again, he obviously loves Jungi, like the rest of us, and this is going to be great. So looking forward to the release of this. So definitely keep an eye out for this on September 18th. Next story, BTS officially sets a new world record. Um, we discussed a little earlier about the number of viewers for the Bang Bang Con, the live concert. Um, that was on June 14th. There were viewers from 107 countries, and the total was basically around 756,000. Well, that's the number that Guinness Book of World Records is officially recognizing, 756,000. And that gives them a world record for most viewers for a music concert live stream. Cannot imagine this is going to get broken anytime soon. Um, but who knows? iHeartRadio Music Festival could break it at least one day, the day that BTS is on it. Um... But, very exciting, new world record. They've already got world records for uh, best-selling album of all time in Korea, uh, first Korean artist to get a number one on the U.S. album chart, most Twitter engagements, and fastest time to reach one million followers on TikTok. So, BTS has set another world record that, again, going to be really hard to break. So, congratulations. Next story, Rolling Stone includes BTS in 75 greatest boy band songs of all time. So this week, Rolling Stone released a list of what they considered, obviously, as I said, the 75 greatest boy band songs of all time. And four BTS songs were on the list, which is awesome. Number 56 was Fake Love. Number 34, of course, Euphoria. Number 19 was The Queen, Spring Day. But then the top-rated BTS song, unless you've already seen the story, you probably won't guess it, because I would not have, even though it's an awesome song. Don't get me wrong. Number five, highest-rated BTS song on this list, Moon, Jin's solo from Map of the Soul 7. And again, beautiful song. Would never have guessed it would be rated this high on here. I mean, no offense to Jen. It's a great song. It's just shocking because, again, it's a B-side. Um, it's, it's not been performed in concert. I mean, Fake Love was a single. Euphoria, everybody knows Euphoria. It's been on a TV show. Spring Day, everybody talks about Spring Day because it's the queen. Number five is Moon. And I want to read to you what they said about Moon because it is so cool. BTS have turned into the world's biggest group, yet they did it all their way by totally defying the cliches of how the music business is supposed to work. To conquer America, the K-pop heroes didn't compromise their sound or their ideas. They didn't even bother trying a lame crossover hit in English. Which is, side note, why well, I'm kind of worried about the reaction to this new single. But, anyway, I digress. <clears throat> All they had to be was themselves. Moon is from BTS's latest blockbuster, Map of the Soul 7. It's their version of that classic boy band staple, the love song to the fans. 
The music is spacey guitar pop, and Jen sings about how the audience is his earth, while he is just the moon that revolves around it, orbiting and shining. Jen pledges his devotion, even switching, switching into English for choice lines like, All I see is you, and all for you. Moon sums up everything that's made BTS massive, and they're just getting started. So, congratulations to BTS for having four songs on the list. Special congratulations to Jen for ranking the highest of the BTS songs, Moon. Um, love, love, love how they describe it. Um, but congratulations to Jen. That's very exciting. Next story. A mysterious new show is coming. So this week, you know, armies love to go and research things and look into things and see if they can find out something early. And something that they found is called In the Soup, not S-O-U-P, but S-O-O-P. And it, as you know, everything that is aired in Korea has to go be approved by this Korean I don't know if censorship board is the right word, but it's a censorship board. Um, so what they found was a listing for this in the suit. And it said, episode one, BTS. Well, what is that? It's the first time anybody's heard of it. And the company that it's attributed to is Big Hit 360. And this is a new division of the company. <clears throat> I take that back. I don't know if it's new. It's a division of the company um, that distributes concert, uh, video, media, stuff like that. So nobody knows what this is. Now, Soup, S-S-O-P, is forest in Korean. Um, and there is a camping site called In the Soup in Korea. So did they film something there? Is it going to be like a show where different people appear in different uh, episodes? Like BTS would be the first one. TXT would be number two, maybe. Girlfriend number three. Don't know yet. But it seems like that may be what is coming. Don't know for sure yet. Big Hit has said nothing about it. Um, but armies did find this listing, so don't know. And don't know when it'll be airing or where but definitely something to keep your eye out for you know korea uh has a lot of these um variety type shows we i don't know if they call it reality like we do in the united states but this may be a new one that big hit is filming i mean big hit's already doing island if you're not watching island you're missing a good show um it's where they're putting together the next their next boy band um, that's going to be, I think it's going to be on Big Hit's Behance label. It's not going to be on Big Hit, but awesome show. I love Island. Um, but this may be another show. So definitely, I mean, keep your eye out for this. As soon as I know something, of course, I'll pass it on. But looks like we may be getting at least an episode about BTS in this show. That it's not just a BTS show, but that we're going to get an episode about it, BTS, or featuring BTS. So, that will be cool. Alright, the last story. 
I struggled over a headline for this story, and I finally came up with this. Time Magazine Special is epically bad. I couldn't think of any other way to put it because it's so true. So we found out earlier this week that Time was going to release a BTS special edition magazine. It was going to be, I forget how many pages. Um, but then the cover, everybody saw the cover and this cover was hideous. The cover wasn't even a picture of the band like to get, I mean, it was the band. All of them were on the cover, but it wasn't a picture of the band together. It was different pictures of different members photoshopped together. It was it's awful. It's so bad. And so people were releasing all these like, if I did the cover, this is what it would look like. And it would look so much better. So we should have known from the cover that this was not going to be good. So when it was listed on, I believe, Amazon, they had a description. And on Amazon, you can do, you know, this... Inside view, where you can look at pages of a book. So they were, because this was a special edition, you could look at pages of this special edition. So, the product description said that it was going to include, and I'm quoting, a boy band hall of fame, including the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, who paved the way for BTS. No, they did not. They absolutely did not. And, of course, everybody went crazy when they saw that because, no, has nothing nothing to do with each other. Nothing. Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, obviously not Korean. Very long time ago. No, they didn't, they didn't pave the way. Um... Like I said, that, that's everybody's reaction when they saw that. And they're like, no, uh-uh. Well, then it got worse because people started looking at the pages inside. So there was an article about Jen. And everybody's like, oh, cool, an article about Jen. Until they saw what the article was about. And it was about when is Jen going into the army and what will that be like? And then... There was an article about the K-pop industry and how awful it is. And it's like, really? Basically, they talked about it as a f factory. So, you know, that just goes back to the whole xenophobic, you know, manufactured Korean K-pop music view that too many people have. <sighs> and then... As if all this weren't bad enough, there was a picture. They had a caption. And it misidentified Jimin. I think it might have said he was Jungie. I forgot who it, I forgot exactly who it said he was, but it wasn't Jimin. So people went kind of nuts. Um, I don't want Rightfully so, though, I would think, or I think, because it is so bad. And basically, as I said on Twitter... It's just a money grab. They think ARMY will buy anything. Of course, they didn't learn anything from the Hollywood Reporter debacle. 
People who had made orders for this, at least on Amazon, went back and canceled them after they saw this. Nobody's going to buy it now. Now, the one thing they did learn from Hollywood Reporter is this is an on-demand printing. So they're not going to have a bunch of copies they're going to have to, like, burn or whatever you do with old copies. Recycle. Um, but it's just... Blah. It's, it gets so old seeing this kind of representation of BTS. And again, we're going to see more of this. As they, you know, continue to be popular, there's going to be more and more things that are generated just to get our money. This is why you have to be careful when you buy merch. You know, make sure you're buying it either from Big Hit, Line Friends, which is BT21, uh, VT Carrollton sells official merch and if you're buying non-official merch make sure it's from like an at least an army somebody who it who at least likes bts the person who generated this could not be even somebody who remotely likes bts or they would have done a better job um it's just you know lazy this was a, this was a lazy job done on this magazine and it's like i said generated just to get our money so the recommendation is that you not buy this because it is so bad. But, you know, of course, that is your decision. You know, buy what you want. But you should know what's inside. And what is inside is dicey at best. So, definitely not a good week for Time Magazine. Um, yeah, we're going to see more of this kind of stuff. But... Um, I was surprised because Time Magazine had done issues with BTS on the cover that were really good. So I'm not exactly sure what went sideways here, but it definitely did go sideways. So, anyway. So, on to next week. Again, we're still in a pandemic, so there's really not a lot of stuff going on. Um, there's still some... Uh, appearances for um, Map of the Soul 7 The Journey. On July 27th, which is Monday, BTS is going to perform on Fuji TV's Love Music Show. That's at 12.30 a.m. Uh, Japanese Standard and Korean Standard Time. Also, on July 27th, Monday, Learn Korean with BTS Episode 20 will be released. That will be at 9 p.m. Korea Standard Time. On July 28th, which is Tuesday, Run BTS Episode 10 will be released, 9 p.m. Korea Time. July 29th, which is Wednesday, BTS is going to perform on Tokopedia's show Walk to Indonesia Belanja. I have no idea if that's right. Um, that's going to be at 8 p.m. Western Indonesian Time, 10 p.m. Korea Standard Time. So, on to the last word. And I have titled this last word, Etu Forbes. Um, as I talked about during the charts, the, uh, the journey debuted in the United States at 115 and in Canada, 90. Um, this was with two days of tracking and no physical sales. Physical sales for the journey in the United States, Europe, most of the world is not until August. 
according to Amazon, I'm not going to get my copy till September, and I don't understand why. But still. Not going to be released until August. Um, now, after the charts came out, Forbes, who usually absolutely loves BTS, came out with an article called What Went Wrong with BTS's New Album? Hugh McIntyre wrote it. And basically, he says that the album made the Billboard 200, but its starting point is not a very impressive one. That's how he put it. Um, and talked about how low the ranking was compared to the other BTS albums. Hugh, this album is not made for... It's made for the Japanese market. It's in Japanese. It's for the Japanese market. It's intended for that market and that market only. Any other sales? It's just gravy. It's what I put on. It's what I told him on Twitter. I tweeted him and told him this. Not that he actually looked at my tweet. I'm sure he got lots of tweets that day. Um, this album is doing amazing in Japan, which is what it was intended to do. It's number one in Japan, best-selling album of the year already in Japan. Nobody's going to beat this record, I doubt in Japan for this year. And that's what this album was intended to do. It was not intended to go number one in the United States or Canada or anywhere else but Japan. So he's going at it from the wrong perspective. And then that wasn't enough. He posted another article. Entitled, BTS has now charted double-digit albums in Canada, a first among Korean artists. Which sounds like a great article, right? But then, this is what he says about it. BTS's new full-length album, Map of the Soul 7, The Journey, debuts on the Canadian album charts this week. Though somewhat disappointingly, it kicks off at number 90. That's a surprisingly low position for the biggest vocal group in the world right now especially one that has already reached the summit on the country-specific list more than once, and as recently as this past March. Hugh! Hugh, we've discussed this already. It's not made for Canada. It's not intended for Canadian charts. If it makes it, that is awesome. And keep in mind, no physical sales in Canada yet. Won't be any till next month. Okay, Hugh? So, what is going on? Why all of a sudden these negative articles from Forbes, who generally likes or loves BTS? Or at least I thought till this week. Now, we have, again, last week and earlier this episode, talked about Brian Patrick Byrne, who is a journalist and newish army. And he says the same thing that everybody was saying to Hugh, um, that this is a Japanese album intended for the Japanese market. And he talks about the things that Forbes does not state in their articles. A, just what I said, Japanese album for Japanese market. Um, one of the things that uh, Hugh pointed out in the articles was that it was released um, on, a, on a, a Wednesday instead of a Friday, and that was weird, and that may have had a, an effect on the chart. But as... Brian points out, in Japan, 
Albums are usually released on Wednesdays and not Fridays, which is why this was released on a Wednesday, because, remember, Japanese album for a Japanese market. Um, as Brian points out, Forbes did not mention that it went number one in Japan with crazy sales. Um, that will be hard to beat by anybody. Forbes didn't talk about that. And then last but not least, they, you know, he, Brian points out that Forbes did not say, you know, Your Eyes Tell got number one in 100 countries, 102 countries, excuse me. And Stay Gold went number one on, in iTunes, I'm sorry. iTunes number one, 102 countries. Stay Gold went number one on iTunes in 85 countries. That's pretty good for no physical sales anywhere but Japan and South Korea. There's probably other Asian countries around there maybe that had physical sales last week. But for the majority of the world, there's no physical sales for this album yet. So it's doing this charting simply from streaming and digital sales. And where does ARMY specialize? We specialize in physical sales. So there are people, because there's five editions, people who have bought all five. I did not. I ordered a copy from Japan because I wanted a copy the first week. I had horrible about waiting, um, which, of course, went to the Japanese charts. I apologize to everybody about the American chart. I don't think my one album is going to matter. But I did order a copy from Japan, um, a special edition copy, and then... I always buy a copy in the United States. So I ordered one from Amazon, which apparently I'm not getting until September. Um, and there's a lot of people worldwide who have ordered, pre-ordered physical copies. Those don't count for the charts until they ship. So these articles from Forbes are not... They're missing the point of the album. Again... It's a Japanese album. They apparently do not understand the whole play between K-pop and the Japanese market, which is releasing Japanese language singles and albums. TXT has released a Japanese, I don't know if you can call it an EP, I don't know if it has enough songs on it. They released one for the previous albums. A new one is coming out in August, I think. It's got like two or three songs on it. Um, most acts release Japanese language music at some point um, but it's not intended for worldwide charting so not sure I worry that especially combined with some other stuff uh, like this horrible Time Magazine um, issue are we seeing the beginning of a backlash I hope not I don't think so, but people are people are bored. They're in their house, they're doing nothing. Um, it, they get irritated over stuff they wouldn't normally get irritated about. Would Hugh normally have posted these articles if there were more going on in the music industry right now? I don't know. I don't know. But definitely disappointing articles from Forbes. Hopefully... That will be the end of it. We shall, we shall see. Um, but 
it's always a good lesson, no matter how many positive articles uh, a media outlet has released, like Forbes. Doesn't mean that every article is not going to be uh, without issue. So always read with a critical eye, no matter who writes the article. Because obviously, Hugh McIntyre's written many, many positive articles about BTS. Even the Canadian one is kind of, sort of positive, but with a negative twist in there somewhere. So, again, just make sure everything you look at everything with a critical eye because um, sometimes you can't, sometimes the writer is not looking at the entire picture. Wow, another long one. That was long. Wow. Wow, this is a long one. I hope I have enough space to upload this. Um, but definitely, definitely, um, lots of good stuff coming up. That single on the 21st is going to be awesome. Um, I know they're, they seem to be worried about our reception to the new type of song. I don't know what that means. What I can't even write. Only thing I can think of they haven't recorded Unless you count Old Town Road and Nam June as country, I can't imagine them recording a country song. Please don't record a country song. I don't have a problem with country music in general, but no. Um, so I don't, I don't know why they're nervous. I think it's, it'll be great just like everything else is. But definitely a lot of good stuff coming up in August. So be ready for it. Want to mention again, um, this week uh, there is a listener survey that I've posted. I'll have the link in the show notes. I had four responses this week. Thank you guys, whoever those responses were from. Um, but I'm making plans for the the podcast going forward and would like your opinion on the podcast as it stands. So please fill out the listener survey. It is completely anonymous. I am not even tracking IP addresses. And if you're in IT, you know that IP addresses, often when you do anonymous stuff, it's still got the IP address. I'm not even keeping those. I'm not tracking those at all. So it's completely, completely anonymous. So I'll have a link in the show notes. Please, if you're regular, even if you're a new listener, please fill it out. Let me know what you think so I can plan for the future. This is episode 80. If you count the trailer, this is episode 81. Um, if you don't, it's episode 80. So that's pretty exciting in and of itself. So. I think at 100, I might have a giveaway. Yeah, I think I will. Um, but definitely, if you get a chance, it's very short. About two or three minutes long it'll take to, to fill that out. So, link in the show notes. Also, you know, I mentioned each week, if you listen on a, on a platform that allows you to leave reviews, please do. Because it helps in the search results. And it lets me know what you think. Well... There was a new one I found on Apple Podcasts. Um, it's uh, Andrea uh, Senpai. Um, and it's awesome. I loved the comment. Thank you so much. Um, basically, you know, she's, I say she, and could be Andreas, and then that'd be a guy. But they said that. That, that it talked about how hard it is to keep up with uh, everything BTS does in a week. And this podcast helps do that. 
so that is awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope you keep listening. And um, again, if you listen on a platform that allows you to keep uh, to review, please do. Let me know what you think. Also, listener survey, link in the show notes. So where you can find out about BTS this week, you can subscribe for free at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer, YouTube. And YouTube just started with a July episode, so you won't be able to go back to episode one. But you can through, it starts with July 2020, and we'll go from there. And then new this week, Radio Public. So you can listen from there. There's a website, as I've mentioned a few times, BTS This Week, btsthisweek.com. It's where you'll find the show notes for this episode and every other episode that's been released. There's also a Facebook page linked to that in the show notes. Um, I post headlines there. I don't discuss them the way I do in the podcast, but again, headlines are posted. And then to talk to me personally, you can send me an email through the website. There's a contact form there. Or I'm on Twitter, BTS Mama Bear, usually there every day. You can tweet me. And then uh, YouTube, again, there's a YouTube for the podcast, but I also have a YouTube, BTS Mama Bear, where I have unboxing videos, and I need to do one for the Japanese album I bought. So, um, but there you go. That's how you get in touch with me and how you find the podcast. I purple you. You are awesome. You are valuable. You're needed in this world. We need all the positive people we can get. If anybody tells you any different, they do not know what they're talking about. Have a good week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wear a mask if you go out. Stay in if you can. Wash your hands and don't touch your face with your dirty hands. Keep healthy. Keep safe. And have a great week. And I'll talk to you in seven days.